Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we cover all things pop culture, talking to your favorite celebrities, comedians from film and television. And today's episode will certainly not disappoint. We have the wonderfully talented Michael Michelle, who is, I mean, we most of us know her from her roles on ER and a bunch of other things, but she is back in action as Dominique Devereaux on the CW's Dynasty. And this show is just as good as it ever was, even better, I think, because we really get all of the action. We get a little bit of the humor and just a fun story. Michael, welcome into the podcast. It's great to have you here today. Hey, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank well, you. We were, yes, we were talking beforehand about where we were at in each other's worlds, what part of the country and Northern California's either burning up or floating away, but we're here to talk <laughs> about positive yeah. things. Where are you located at, by the way? I didn't get to ask you, are you in LA yeah. still or Atlanta? So, so I'm a New York gal and New York is okay. home for me, but we shoot dynasty in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So, you know, Atlanta, it, it just feels like an inferno every day. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, I don't know, an inferno slash swamp because it's so humid here, but you know. Yeah. Are you is. shooting over do you use the Tyler Perry studios for dynasty? Cause I know everything films there. It seems like these days. Yeah, no, we use, uh, we film dynasty at the Eagle rock studios, which okay. is another set of studios in Atlanta. But I mean, this is a, a hop and jump in city now for production. So I think they're even building more studios. They are. To yeah. To accommodate all of the production. Well, it's interesting because now that city has become and that state really has become a hot spot for film production because of all of the benefits filmmakers get to film there. But I also understand it can double for a lot of places. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, listen, I'm always, you know, I, I, I don't know how often it has doubled for New York, but I know sometimes it has. But, you know, the weather is for the most part pretty stable in Atlanta. And yeah. that helps. Now, of course, we don't have palm trees out here like, you know, they do out best. So if they're shooting something that's supposed to be set in a palm tree type of city, Atlanta won't work for that. But it works for a lot of other cities because out in the suburbs are, as they call the outside the perimeter of downtown Atlanta, it looks like anywhere else in America. Yeah, it's a very beautiful area. Well, let's talk about Dynasty. And most of my listeners will be be familiar with it. I'm 47. So I remember my parents watching it growing up. I don't think I was allowed to watch it. <laughs> there were some pretty uh, risque things going on yeah. there for the time yeah. in the 80s. But uh, right. right, you play a very iconic character. 
uh, and with a twist, Dominique Devereaux, which was originally played by Diane Carroll, but you mm -hmm. bring your own personality and style. Let's talk about the show and your role in particular and what fans can expect if and when they get the chance to watch. Right. So, yes, definitely. Even if, you know, I as well, my parents watched Dynasty. It was on in my home often, uh, a little bit before my time. I think I was probably outside playing basketball or something when Dynasty was on. But I understood what it was. I understood that, you know, there was a lot of money and people looked really good. And, yes. you know, there were some fights in lakes and all kinds of crazy things that happened. And we're still doing a lot of that. You know, there's there's a bit of escapism that help that that happens in the show. Uh, we're very well dressed. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's something that is still very much in the in the reboot of Dynasty the way the show looks, the glamour, the fashion, all of that, and the relationship. I mean, at the heart of Dynasty, it really is about family, even as twisted as these families can be. Yes. It really it really is about the inner workings of family and all of the crazy things that can happen between husbands and wives and sisters and brothers and lovers and friends and all of those things. And set in this kind of fantastical world, which is a nice bit of escapism after a year of the pandemic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it certainly is great. And it's on the CW. So, of course, you have that vibe as well, which is yes. great because I think when they do shows, they always cater to everybody, right? Regardless mm -hmm. of the demo that might be watching. It's just a fun show. And yes. it is a bit of escapism as well, because I think deep down, some of us, if not all of us, want that life, maybe minus all the drama and all the <laughs> antics that go along with it. Well, you, you know, minus, sure. minus the, uh, you know, fighting in the cave, the diamond mine, like, you know, yes. Alexis and I did. But yeah, you know, it's kind of, you know, what, what would it be like if you, you know, money was no object, there was no issue, you know, how would yeah. life be for you? You know. Yeah, it's interesting to find people fighting over that. Well, you said there were no diamonds here. Well, there are diamonds here. It's like, who has that kind of conversation over drinks? I certainly don't. Well, that's exactly right. I don't know. And that's if the drink stays in the hand, because on Dynasty, the drink may be on your blouse or something or on your suit. You know, it's, yeah. you know, I say that we often do the things that you think about doing in real life, but you don't, <laughs> yes. but you don't do it and you don't say it. You know, you have an edit button. There are no edit buttons with the families in Dynasty. If they think it, they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have certainly, I wouldn't even call it a comeback because you've just done so well on this show and all of the amazing things that you've been a part of. Now, you got your start in the 90s. I think, as I mentioned earlier, most people remember you from ER. That was a big yeah. thing, yeah. Uh, a huge show that you were a part of. And so many people like yourself got their start on that show mm -hmm. and just went on to have fantastic careers. But you made the decision, which I absolutely get as a single dad, to stop everything and to raise your child mm -hmm. and to... Maybe I don't know what your decisions were internally to not maybe have them exposed to that life or mm -hmm. just to be able to focus. You know, I talked to a lot of people who their kids grew up on movie sets, you know, and that's all they know or remember. Mm -hmm. I, I had Jake Busey on and he was telling me he just that's all he knows is just going from film set to film set with his dad 
you know, being raised on, on craft services. And, and if that's how it works for some people, that's great. But I love the fact that you decided to just put a halt on that. How difficult of a decision was that to be able to do? Because you were on this show that was just garnering all kinds of Emmy awards and just blowing up. And then it's like, instead of taking a right turn, you made the very important decision to make a left turn and just kind yeah. of stop. The trajectory was definitely in an upward position around that time. You know, not only ER, which at the time had astronomical numbers, you know, we don't have that type of viewership today in television, but you know, right. we were on a show that had 36 million viewers. So people knew me as Dr. Finch and that allowed for How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Ali and Dark Blue and all of these amazing opportunities that came shortly thereafter. Uh, and then I became a mother. And by the time my son, literally right at the time he was beginning school, I became a single mother. And so I had some real hard decisions to make. And I, I was comfortable with my decision. Now I preface it and say, that's not available to a lot of people. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to say, I need to step away from my job. But I had worked for many years and all I did was work because it was just me, right? So I could, I could work and finish one job and go to the next job. I never lived extravagantly. I lived comfortably, but never extravagantly. So I was mindful of the money I was making. So by the time I needed to focus on my child, and make sure that he was in the right place, I could step away. And so I kept one toe in and hoped that if the time came when I could put my other nine toes back in, that it would still be there for me. But if it wasn't, I was, I was okay because I felt that, that my being a mother, my son didn't ask to be here. I brought him here and it's my job to care for him. And so that has to take precedent and nothing can come in front of that. And if it means my career tanks, then it's just going to have to tank. And I hope I saved enough money and I hope I can do something else. But fortunately, uh, a few people did bring me back in and I'm eternally grateful. Yeah, yeah, because to be honest, like that doesn't happen a lot in this business. Like if you leave, you leave. I mean, people do come back, but to come back and have the level of success that you've had, I think is amazing. And it's weird to even hear myself say that because it shouldn't be that way necessarily. I don't think because it just shouldn't be, but that's Hollywood, I guess, and how the industry works, you know, unfortunately, um, I think for men, it's probably different. And again, that's weird to even say that because it shouldn't be that way. So you decided you did this and obviously it was very well worth it and now you have come back and you are in this and you've done other things along the way sure. from when you left to now coming back and being on such a big show like this how has it changed for you individually how do you see the industry differently uh from when you left in the 90s to now as, as an actress and, uh, and that sort of thing, if there's any difference at all, I'm sure there has to be quite a bit though. Yeah. So, so, you know, we, this was around, um, so my son is 16. So I began to step away about 15 years ago and 
a lot has changed. You know, the social media and how a podcast, you know, I mean, all of these things have changed the face of what the entertainment industry mm-hmm. is. Uh, what we can see and how often we can see it and the platforms where we can see it or listen to it have changed. So I'm still learning. Like I'm, I'm saying, oh, okay, now, you know, I may be talking to Brett on a podcast and he's taping it and we're talking and people are in their cars listening or who knows, maybe they're sitting at work with their ear pods in and listening. I mean, it really has changed. And how many people watch a particular show has changed. I remember when we dropped from 36 million viewers to 34 million viewers a week, we were concerned. And then we went (laughs) from 34 million viewers a week to 32 million viewers a week. We were more concerned. We don't even see those types of numbers in television anymore at all. So that has changed a lot. And then the idea of what it means what celebrity means in this in this industry. And that has been significant for me to observe because you used to have to work and kind of earn your credentials to be in the place where people wanted to talk to you or wanted to photograph you or wanted. And now there are a lot of people who are just, they're just famous. And- <laughs> Don't get me started on that, please. <laughs> no, 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 right. You know, and that's not a yeah. criticism. I'm I'm answering your question, how it has changed. It, you know, there are people, some of them far wealthier than myself, who are just their careers are there because they're celebrities. Like mm-hmm. there is no what did you do to become a celebrity? They're just celebrities. And and you know, it's almost like I'm an anthropologist. I'm I'm studying this saying, so how did this happen? When did this happen? Did it happen when I was pregnant? Or was I, you know, in the line taking my kid to soccer practice? Like, when did this happen? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> and how did it happen? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I find it very fascinating as well. And I'd heard this story, another uh, celebrity like yourself had shared where this person was on Instagram or something and they did a couple of videos here and a couple of videos there during the pandemic. And now they have like a TV deal with CBS. And it's like, where, like for you who grinded it out doing the stand-in work grind, and baby, grind. player work and eating the chicken and rice from extras past <laughs> service, you know, craft services and yeah, showing up on a TV set for 14, 15 hours a day, and you don't know if they're going to use you or not. And it's like, it's just interesting. I think we are in a golden age of television, for sure, a golden age of entertainment, I would even say, because literally, like, with your phone, you have a camera, and it's just fascinating. And, and it's just like, it's unbelievable how how it's changed and it's only probably going to just continue to. And and how old, if you don't mind my asking, is your uh, daughter or son? My son is seven. He just turned seven, just like a week ago. So suffice it to say, by the time, well, your son is seven. So he already knows what, you know, telephones are because this is all he knows, right? 
my son doesn't watch television like that. That's what old people do, right? <laughs> you know, fall like asleep. He, you know, he'll say, I don't want, you know, I don't want it. Like he doesn't have a television. He has no interest in watching television. So, wow. you know, it's very different. You know, he'll listen to podcasts. He'll watch YouTube. He'll, you know, they live on social media. So yeah, it has, it has changed. I mean, I'm very thankful that I have a team because he's teaching me. <laughs> I'm like, what's this mean? What is this? You know? Yeah, it's funny. He's like, don't worry, mom, I'll, I'll help you out with your social yeah, media. <laughs> and trust me, he has many times. I absolutely love it. And again, just to caveat on, on your answer there about the numbers and things, that's the other thing too. You know, people in the 90s, we waited for shows to come on and we watched them in real time. Maybe we VCR'd them. You know, some people are like, what is that? There was not really TiVo. <laughs> Or especially on demand, like now, like with cable, it's like I can watch something that's airing now, like this wonderful show, Dynasty, or I can watch something from 20 years ago and it's right. all right there, yes, cataloged for me, ready to just go and to have yeah. such easy access to. Unbelievable. Now, as we wrap up here, I'm very curious, does your son have any kind of interest in your business, do you think if he did, he's none at all. He's just kind of well, like this you know, is mom's he, job. He's a big skateboarder. Okay. And he has found his way into cinematography. Oh wow. Uh, because he videotapes all this skateboarding things that he does and all the people. So he he has a natural gift for that, but it did not come out of, you know, my son has been on a set probably less than five times in his life, and that is by design. I didn't want him on a set, you know, it's, our industry is, is very alluring. It's an, it's alluring to an adult. Yeah. And so I didn't want my child on the set because, you know, you're coming onto the set, you know, they're feeding you whatever you want to eat They're What do you need? What do you like to drink? What do you have? Can I get you something, Mr. This, Miss that, you know, and it's, it's not a normal environment and I didn't want him around it quite frankly you know so he doesn't he doesn't really have a point of reference other than mom is on tv sometimes he hasn't really seen me on television very often he doesn't really have an interest and although at times you know it kind of hurts my feelings and I say would you bring you know I almost called his name but you don't want to you don't want to watch what no mom and and Although I may have, you know, a little bit of sorrow when he says that <laughs> on the other side of it, I'm happy because he's not fascinated at all or intrigued by what this industry is. It's I could work at a bank as far as he concerned. He's concerned. Well, I mean, it is very alluring. I think that's in part like subconsciously why. I do an interview podcast because I talk to celebrities like yourself every day, all day, <laughs> a lot of from your publicist agencies. So we were joking about that. It, it's just, it is very alluring and I've done yeah. some stand and work and I've seen how it works and it's very, yeah, it's, but it's just so different than anything that you could possibly ever imagine to the mind to see how a TV show is made or a film is made and all the process that goes into it. And yes, can I get you anything? People walking around with food. Well, I don't know so much now with COVID stuff, but 
at some point it's always been just come as you are and it's it's such a it's a fascinating environment and yes. we get to benefit from it because we get amazing shows like dynasty thank which, you yes is now available on the cw and it's streaming yes and we have several episodes left so if you have not watched it you have to it's very high drama there's a lot of humor weaved in there as well and it's just a very captivating show and of course er if you've never seen er literally watch that too (laughs) you have to watch that because that was very high drama too and you know all of your george clooney's and anthony edwards and you name it everybody i think was on that show at one point Mm -hmm. this has been so much fun and i'm excited it's great just to hear your story and to see how things have changed absolutely and it's great Thank you so much, uh, Michael, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.